Welcome, my beloved friends and family, to our Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. I'm your host and shepherd, Zorina Alicia London. Today's, it's about graduation. I was praying and asking Yahuwah, our Heavenly Father, what should I talk about this time? And I heard one word, and it was graduation. I was graduation. Okay, um, can you give me a message or a sermon on graduation? And this is what he put on my heart. Well, before I start that, let, let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, Blessed Yah, thank you for the opportunity to speak to the people that you call to this podcast. I know it's a chosen few, but these ones that come are important to you. Father, I pray that their heart is open to receive your words, not mine. Where your heart speaks to them, where your spirit, your rook, Your Ruach, your spirit talks to them and teaches them the truth. Let your presence be felt now, your tangible presence. Oh, Father, I bless everyone who's listening. I bless the works of their hands. I bless their family. I bless their ministry, their careers, their their bodies, their health. I Baruch them, bless them tremendously, and I give thanks to you for them being here today. Oh, have your way, Baba Yah, have your way, Abba, Abya, Yaab, have your way, have your precious, set apart, righteous way as I dedicate and give my mouth, my mind, my spirit, soul, and body to you. And I pray, make me usable today so that your people can hear your words and know your heart. And I pray all this in the beloved, in your beloved, the name of your beloved, our salvation, Yahusha Mashiach, he who the world knows as Jesus, the Messiah. start by asking you something. Where is the sword of the Spirit? Where is the sword of the Spirit? Where is your sword? You see, so many Christians or followers, believers believe their sword and the sword of the Spirit is in the book they call the Bible are the scripture are the safar well that's not correct beloved you see as long as the words are just in that book called the bible or the scripture or the safar they are just letters written on paper now you can be inspired and enlightened by reading them but there's no power 
until you speak them, but you have to speak them from the heart. They have to be in your heart, off the page, out of that book, into your heart. Now, our tongue is called a mighty sword, right? And it can also be called wicked. So once we speak those precious, righteous words of the Father, they become a sword. When we speak them in faith, of course. The sword of the Spirit. Yes. Um, words are spirits, you know. John 6.63 says, The words I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. We talked about that, I believe, in, an, in another message earlier. So many people, Christians I know a lot, sleep with their Bible. <laughs> and they leave their Bible open on the table 24 hours a day. And they foolishly think this is going to protect them. I had someone say to me, um, I keep my Bible open on Psalms 91, 24-7, every day. You know what that tells me? They never read it. They don't pick it up. And that Bible, or that scripture, of Safar being open to Psalms 91, is not going to do anything. If Psalms 91 is not in your heart, coming out of your mouth, it's not going to do a thing. They don't realize until the words of the Bible, the scripture, is believed and as David said, hidden in their heart and spoken with authority and faith is just ink on a page. There's no magic power in just touching or seeing the Bible. David said in Psalms 119, I believe it's verse 11, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. And you know, when we, the Bible, or the scripture talks about the heart, it's not talking about that muscle in your chest. It's talking about your mind and your soul. Your, your, you have two hearts, two minds. Your conscious mind and then your subconscious. Your subconscious mind is a part of your soul, one third part of your soul. We, gotta, we have to grow. Now understand what he meant, graduation. We have so many that are still babes, still stuck in the bottle, don't know the scripture for themselves, only know what they hear when they go to church or when they go to uh, the, the assembly and hear what's read or see what's on the PowerPoint. But nothing is in their heart. You've heard it said, when you say, oh, I know it by heart. When you memorize something, I know it by heart. It's that muscle in your chest doesn't know it. It's your mind. Hallelujah. Now let's talk about your spiritual growth. Have you grown in your relationship with your Heavenly Father and with your Savior? Come on now, be honest with me. And be honest with yourself. Have you grown or are you the same as when you first began your relationship with Yah, with your Heavenly Father? Are you the same? Many people judge 
the growth of a new believer by what's on the outside. They go by what they see on the surface and what they say. See, on the, on the surface, you, you may see and hear things like, um, Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Or praise be unto you, Yah. And, and, and now some of them are speaking in tongues or mimicking speaking in tongues. But if they stopped and really looked at them with spiritual discernment, they would see that person hasn't really changed. And that's sad, beloved haven't changed, haven't grown. It's like you stayed in kindergarten. You never went to sixth grade and graduated to go to junior high school. And then from ninth grade, you graduated to go to high school or don't even think about university. You're still in kindergarten. Continue. For instance, before they came to the Father and invited the Savior, Yahusha, most of you call Jesus into their life, they were a terrible employer. They were mean, angry, rude, and verbally abusive, with no respect for their employees' feelings. Now it's been, let's say, six months or so, and they are still the same rude, horrible boss they were before they became a child of Yah, or child of God, as you would say. Some of you would say. They have not grown at all. Another example. Um, there are Christians. There are disciples. Or members of the assembly. Still sleeping with their girlfriends. And boyfriends. Coming to church. Or, or coming to the assembly. Singing on worship teams. Leading prayer. Laying hands on the sick with unclean spirits knowing they have sin in their life not caring enough or realizing they are hurting that person and themselves Hashitan you call Satan can't and won't cast out sin in the Savior Yahushua said Satan can't cast out Satan Beelzebub can't cast out Beelzebub how can he? He would be casting out the things he loves in his kingdom of darkness, and a house divided cannot stand. These same people still go out and get drunk and can't remember what they did or said the next day. That is not okay, beloved. If this is you or someone you know, this is a hypocrite. This is a hypocrite. This is a liar professing to be saved and a changed person. And that's not okay. Not only is it not okay, that's dangerous, beloved. Because there is a judgment day coming and there is paradise, a heaven and a earth and a hell. It's real. Growth happens first on the inside. 
but people tend to look for growth on the outside first. Spiritual growth is like planting a seed in the soil. The growth must happen underneath the ground first. You can't even see it then. The seed must start growing roots below ground before sprouting above ground. Whatever seed you plant in good soil, and that including your heart, the word is seed. So whatever seed you plant in good soil or plant in your heart is going to grow. If you're planting seeds of sin, things like fornication, lies, drunkenness, meanness, selfishness, etc., you are going to get a sinful crop, meaning you are becoming more like Hashitan, more like Satan, and less and less like Yah, our Heavenly Father. We must love Yah. We must love our Heavenly Father more than we love ourselves and more than we love our sin. We have to grow in wisdom and worship. Worshiping Yah is wisdom. Worshiping your Father is wisdom. We must grow in our worship or it will become stale, just like stale bread. And it'll mean nothing to you unless you, you're touched by a certain song or you start feeling guilty about your sin you committed the night before or the sin you are going to mit, commit after church or after the assembly, the congregation. But after the song and you dry your tears, you are still the same sinner. And that shouldn't be. Beloved, the greatest form of worship to the Father is forsaking your sin and living a righteous life before Him. Obedience to Him. That is the greatest worship. That's greater than any worship song or any worship dance. Obedience. Because that's saying you love Him. Doesn't He say, they who love me obey my commandments. If you love me and obey my commandments, then my Father and I will love you. Many, it just saddens me to say, so many are, are, are have tainted the worship teams and they're on the worship teams and, and, and worship leaders and they are living in sin they are living in sin. They are such hypocrites. Growing again, growing in wisdom. Graduating is knowing how important your worship, your praise, and your thanksgiving is to the Father, to Yahuwah, to the one you call the Lord. Not the worship of the worship team or the choir. Many Christians come to church to watch or listen to worship songs. And that happens in the assembly, in the congregations. They go for the worship songs. They come to get and not to give. They get confused by thinking worship is just to make them feel better instead of them coming to give worship to the almighty heavenly father, Yahuwah, the creator, and his precious son, Yahusha Mashiach, 
salvation who is called by most Jesus the Messiah you know he's watching so many I've been in church and I will see Christians answer their phone and have a conversation in church and then get up and leave while the sermon is being preached to talk on the on the phone excuse me Yes, our Heavenly Father, Yah, is watching you. He sees you when you sit on the, in the back of the church on your phone, texting on FB or Line or WhatsApp or WeChat. You're not listening to the sermon in the congregation or the church. You came in an hour late. You just came to eat and have fellowship with people. See, beloved, see, here in Asia, after, after, in all the churches, after the sermon and after fellowship everybody eats the church feeds everybody every Sunday that's right and I have been sitting there uh, I'm in the translation room which is toward the back in the glass room and I see people come in uh, 11 30 11 45 because it's over 12 and sit in the back like they've been there they came to eat that's not okay and he's watching. He sees that. Oh, yeah, it, I've seen it happen many times. Or they sit in the back the whole time. They're sending texts. <laughs> They're not listening to the sermon. They just came in, you know, to, to eat. And they don't care about the Father. They just care about being seen in church by others. And being able to say, I went to church today. Or I was at the, I was at the assembly. I hope you don't think you will be accepted into his kingdom with that kind of attitude and behavior because you won't. It's time for graduation. It's time to graduate. We have to be elevated. You, you've got, to, you've got to, to, to go from kindergarten to, pre, to, to, to elementary school to junior high school to high school to the university. You got to become serious men and women of Yah, believers. I want to read scripture to you before I end this. Uh, Hebrews 5, 12, and 13. I'll be reading from the NLT version. There is much more we would like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. You have been believers so long now that you have you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about Yahuwah's word. It says God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and does not know how to do what is right. Beloved, if that is you, I'm not condemning you. I'm urging you to make a change. Father said, graduation, I didn't know what I was going to say, and he led me to some other notes that I had written, 
It's time to grow up. You cannot graduate being a baby. There is a hell. And there is a paradise that people call heaven. There is a heaven, a hell. And you will go to one or the other. You will be in paradise or you will be in in hell, in torture, in torment. It's time to grow. Hallelujah. Mm. Well, I hope this message touched your heart. Did, did more than touch your heart. I hope it opened your heart. I hope it put an urgency in there. If it's describing you or anyone you know, it's time for graduation. It's time to move up. You know, because there's no one like you. There's no one like the Father. There's no one that's going to love you like he does. There's no one else going to die for you like he did. There's no one else that's interceding for you every day and fighting for you against the enemy. play before I say goodbye I think what I'll do I'm going to say goodbye now and end with that song the song is called there's no one like you now you know it says there's no one like you Lord you know all these songs I remember recording and I love these songs it touches my heart and I'm saying Lord and God and now that I've learned the truth about he wants us to call his name you know but I, I, I prayed about it and it's like don't just throw them out you know use them but I have <laughs> I have re, uh, restored them and I dedicate this song to Yahuwah the Heavenly Father you call the Lord, whom you most call God, and to Yahusha, Mashiach, the Savior, the Messiah, who is mostly called Jesus. They call Jesus Christ. I dedicate this to him. And I hope it blesses you. So I'll say now, thank you, beloved, for joining me here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry. Well, we like to give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And I hope this message today gave you something more to think about. So until we meet again, Yah willing, Shalom. Here's the song, There is No One Like You. One of my originals.
Lord, my Lord. Yeshua, Jesus, Lord, there is no one like you. Salama, I just gotta thank me. 
Merci beaucoup. Muchas gracias. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time, beloved.